Hello and welcome to the Sirtos Podcast. We are back again with another guest who is from New England. This is our first New England guest on the show. We're very happy to have you here, Mike. So take it away and introduce yourself. Hey, everybody. I'm Mike Savis. I am the dance director of the Boston Legion Elenidon Dance Troupe. And I'm really happy to be here. Um, let see. A little bit about myself, I guess. I grew up in Massachusetts. Um, I lived in Florida for a little bit. I uh, went to film school there. My career path is very strange. So <laughs> I wanted to be in film at one time. So I went to film school in Orlando. I stayed there for a little bit. Actually worked for Walt Disney World for three and a half years. And then moved back to Massachusetts. Got into computers. And was part of the uh, a software company for about... 15, 15, 16 years. And I worked in technical support, worked my way up to manager of the support team. Always in the back of my mind, wanted to be a teacher though. That was something I always wanted to do. And then uh, everyone used to always say, you should be a teacher, you should be a teacher. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I don't have the opportunity. Well, the opportunity finally came through that. I got laid off from my job. It wasn't a fire, it was light up, laid off because they were downsizing. And there's the door. So I got into, uh, as I got to do this now, so I stepped into my new new career and hopefully my final career, which is uh, being a teacher. So I teach eighth grade English language arts and social studies at a middle school in Framingham, Massachusetts. And uh, yeah, um, so that, that's that's my backstory. We have a so lot that, of teachers on our show. Right. But yeah, I mean, th I think like being part of a dance group and teaching go hand in hand because that's what you do right learn things you got to teach others how to do it and teach teach different styles and the backgrounds to it the uh the the history the meaning i think that's all important so i think it's it's all related yeah i mean the the teachers are the history keepers they're they're the ones i mean people don't know unless they're taught so right our traditions have to be passed down. They have to be shared. And um, I always look at that as like that. That's our, that's the calling. That's the mission. Um, so with that, let's, we want to dive into um, Mike Savas, the dancer. And you know, <laughs> uh, we want to talk, um, we want to get to know you before the teacher. Um, okay. You know, where, where was, um, where was your dance, your passion for dance kind of, uh, where was the seed planted? How did that mature? Where did you where did you grow this passion for dance? And um, you know, what were the memorable moments along the journey that kind of just had that aha moment? Like, wow, yeah, this is awesome. So that's what we want to know. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, yeah, and I love to tell this too. So interesting. I, I, the far, the furthest I can go back and remember was dancing at christenings and weddings, engagement parties and festivals. And I remember just getting up there and, and doing like, you know, I think it was the greatest thing, right? <laughs> and then Zamiko, wow, coolest thing, right? And that's, that's where I started. But then um, there was, back when I was like younger and was like a teenager, beginning of my teens, um, there was a dance group that came to our church in Worcester and did a performance. It was the Hellenic Dancers of New Jersey. And 
they put on this amazing dance performance with all these different dances from all over. I mean, like my jaw was dropped. I couldn't believe this. Like, this is amazing. And I remember the priest of our church approached my mom and said, hey, how can we do this? We need to do something like that. And my mom's like, okay. So we started it up. We started really small and started learning things like, again, basic stuff, Dalamatiano, Tzamiko, um, Stavio, uh, basic, basic, basic stuff. And we performed at our church festivals and everyone loved it. It was so much fun. And the women of the church would make us the outfits and sew them, make them, you know, it was like, it was, it was like a big, uh, big organization, big out, uh, um, machine working together, making this mm-hmm. stuff. So, I mean, then we got into this where we started having people come instructors from us and teaching us these new things like, wow, what, what's this dance? I've never heard of this. And, and that started putting the the bug in our ear, like, oh my God, there's so much more to this than just Galamatino, Cierto, and Stadio, and Samico. So we, not only did we have people come and teach us this, but we went to conferences, started going to dance conferences. And my goodness, like, that's <laughs> where, like, wow. I mean, you see these, these other groups get up there and do these things, and like, we want to do that. I want to learn that. And you learn these different things and you're learning the style, you're learning the history, you're learning the outfits. And like, this is all part of it. Mm -hmm. So that's where we started. Eventually that church group grew out of that and we became an independent um, unit. And it went kind of silent for a little while, especially when I was in Florida. I, I think a lot of, it was hard to get things back going. But when I returned back to Massachusetts, my mom and I were like, let's, let's restart this and try to get an adult group going. So we did. It started off small and then it snowballed and then eventually became the Lycaons. That's That's the story. Mike, this is so crazy because less than 12 hours ago, um, I, mean, I can't really count. I'm trying to do math. I shouldn't do that because it's going to distract me for a while. But anyway, last night, um, the podcast that re- we recorded, um, the person who will be on the episode before you is a member and like the artistic director and historian of the Hellenic Dancers of New Jersey. So when you said that, I like yeah. <laughs> got the goosebumps because I'm like, yeah. this is this this is just how we're all so connected, and it's so amazing to see how like one interaction grew into having a Likion. So can you tell us a little bit more about how the Likion is a little bit different than like a church dance group or, um, you know, kind of how you became a Likion? Because it's it's a process. Yeah, it is. It really is. Um, The Likion, just to clear it up too, the Likion is not just a dance group. It's, It's made up of an organization of different departments, trying to preserve the Hellenic culture. And that's, I mean, not if it's, if it gets as basic as that, that's the basic mo- uh, motto there, trying to, pre- trying to preserve it. And of course it's, it's headquartered in Greece. Uh, mm-hmm. There are a lot of different offices and groups from Lycaon in Greece and Europe. Then they stretch out around the world, like in Australia and different other, other places, Canada. Uh, and then we, because we were, had some instructors come from the Likion, my mom was really interested. Like, I want to learn more about that. How can we become part of that? And so we started this 
whole process with them and we had to come up with a charter we had to come up with bylaws there's a lot of legal red like legally stuff you have to do mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. get signatures from different people especially specifically women uh, of the of the community who say that yeah this is something that they want to happen here and all that gets sent in and I might be completely missing a lot of stuff but this is my understanding of it at least <laughs> um, that it gets sent in and and if it gets approved then it gets approved and uh, remember we had two instructors from the Lycan come uh, and for a work uh, conference and they brought a surprise they brought the charter and the stamp every Lycan gets a stamp. Uh, and with our logo on it. And that was like, that was the start right right there. So um, with the Likion, again, it's not just, the dance group is only part of that. It's, it is probably one of the more visible parts of it because mm-hmm. we perform in different places and do and attend different events. Um, but there's so many different parts of the Likion um, that are, and we're actually planning some stuff now uh, to coincide with the anniversary of the Greek independence war, especially with Greek women who were part of that and, and heroes and I mean, heroines, sorry. And, mm-hmm. and people that were really involved in that. So, um, so we're doing all kinds of different events. We try to do events locally and we, we collaborate with other organizations, but again, the, the Likio and dance group is, is one of the bigger parts of it. Um, and that's just because it's so visible and, uh, yeah. That's so, so cool. Yeah. So, cool. so how long have, have you had the Likion um, going for? Um, so we started, the we became uh, chartered in 1998. And this was, this was your mother who started that whole initiative. Yeah, Likion. exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So for everybody who may not know, um, Mike Sava is part of a very dynamic team there. <laughs> A dynamic family of dancers, and they uh, they they do some incredible stuff in Boston. But um, we've, me and Maria specifically, have had the opportunity of joining up with them on a number of uh, awesome right. conferences and projects, and it's been phenomenal. But let's talk more about I, I. So there's something that you said that I just so beautiful. Like it's it's crazy to think like when we when we perform someplace and there's that little kid someplace that's just watching and like yeah. you don't like that little moment where you're dancing and it, it may not seem like a big deal to you is can have such a tremendous impact mm-hmm. on somebody else and that's why like it's so important that we continue showing and sharing and all these oh, things yeah. because it just that you know that that just hit me when you said that i was like you know like that's exactly like can think of so many performances where it's like, oh, you know, it's a small little church, but it's not a big deal. But it, it is a big deal, and it, it can really yeah. change the course of somebody's life because they see something that's that tremendous. Um, yeah, you I live think- for those moments, right? You live for those moments where there's, like, people that come up to you after performance and say, you did a dance for my village. I haven't seen that <laughs> in, like, 30 years. It's amazing. It brought me back. To my to my childhood and what we did, and then being able to learn from that person, it's like, okay, well, tell us more about it, because yeah. we need to keep these traditions alive. And, and and unfortunately, not all of it's written down or told. So there's a lot of things that are missing, and we're trying to do that. I mean, I'm gonna segue a little bit. So this is another part of my. I remember when I 
when I was young, I'm not trying to date myself here, but when I was young, <laughs> it was still the time where I believe where a lot of people were afraid to talk about their ethnicity. They didn't want to talk about it. Didn't want. So you were an American and that's it. You didn't want to say, well, I'm Greek American. So even in names, I remember a lot of friends that had Greek names and like they would be like Dimitri's and they would change it to Jim. Like, mm -hmm. because Dimitri was just not something you would say. And we've, I've seen that. It's been interesting. I've seen that tide change, thankfully, to where people are embracing their, their ethnic backgrounds and their traditions and want to know more about that. And I think that's what's so important. And that's the, that's the thing. We're, we're losing so much of that. And it's really important that we grab those and keep those alive. Uh, and, and to learn from people that experience it, because that's the only way. It's, again, there's not a lot written down, certainly not a lot of visual things, not a lot of film or even videos of things. Like These are things that are going to get lost, and it's so important to, to keep this going. And that's, one of the, again, one of the, the things the Likion's trying to do, but I think everyone's trying to do that. I'm so, like, you guys are doing that. We're all doing that, trying to keep these understand not just the this is a dance step or this is a kalamatyum like what is the tradition why do we do it this way what are the outfits they wore why do they do it differently in this place than this place what do the songs say why is that so important there's so much into it and it's i love that i love all that stuff are there any so talking traditions are there any traditions regions dances that just really speak to you more than others is there something are there areas that you really have a draw to or i mean i know your group dances a lot of regions and you're not really limited to any particular areas of greece but um what 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 really gets you motivated yeah it's a great question and <laughs> yes uh well my grandparents are from ipiros vorio ipiros so northwestern mm -hmm. really in a region that's that's now albania but it was ipiros in greece at the time and they mm -hmm. technically are greek there and also from kekira or corfu um okay. i tend to love ipirotiko dancing i love that those dances they don't tend to be favorites, I don't think, from a lot of people because they're not exciting, you know, mm -hmm. but there's so much meaning to them. And the, the movement, if you actually watch people do them, the movements, there's so much emotion in there and the songs. I just love those those dances. I also like Thracian dancing, like Zororadiko is one of my favorite. I just taught that earlier today. We just had a dance session. I was like, I love doing this dance. <laughs> so, so they're so intricate and the steps are so cool to do. I just got goosebumps just like because exact that's exactly for Ipiros like that to me is exactly what yeah. the move can be so small but yet it's so deliberate right so it has so much power to it even in just that slightest little gesture you're making such a grand statement and that yeah. to me like I that that is the beauty of Ipirotica for me and I, I certainly can you know relate to that and it, I think that's a beautiful thing and teaching that and really like trying to mm -hmm. make that connection. Um, yeah, I, 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 I get upset sometimes when members of the group are like, oh no, not Ipidotica again, they're boring. <laughs> uh, they're not boring. <laughs> <laughs> you have to understand it. You're boring. I, I, and I get it. <laughs> people want to do the like exciting dances. Okay, great. But you know, it's important to remember all these things and there's like, and there's a lot, I just love that emotion. I just, it's so much into it. 
um, mm -hmm. and the intricacies, and, and even in Thracian, just the the style that they use. It's just it's just watching and studying and trying to rep replicate that. It's it's so it's challenging, but it's fun and it's great when we can do it. So I'm curious, um, and I know I know some people talk about like when they're performing for audiences. Um, you know, they talk about wanting to do the dances that get the audience going. Mm -hmm. um, I'm curious, like when you dance Ipirotica, like do you, or I mean, I guess any region for that matter, but do you, I mean, do you feel like Likion, when you guys are performing, like you're able to capture the audience? Do you, do you feel that engagement with Ipirotica? Um, and like, because uh, I, I mean, when you're, when you're deciding right? what you're going to perform, you want to show these dances and you want, you want people to feel that same emotion. Um, right. It's hard, right? Because again, what's the audience that we have? Are there people that want to know the traditional stuff or are there people that want to be entertained? Yeah. And there's the fine line, right? So I think what we've learned a lot, especially with, with Vipirotica dancing is the songs. You have to do singing. So mm -hmm. we try to put a lot into that. And I think that grabs the audience in there too. They may not know the words or some people yeah. might, they're like, oh my gosh, I haven't heard that again in 30 years. Yeah. Like, there's that song, you know? But I think that grabs it because uh, in terms of entertainment value, it shows that the group is actually engaged in doing it. Not that they're not engaged when they're ste doing yeah. steps, but the, the songs also, I think, bring a little bit into that too. Um, so yeah, there is this fine line. I. I don't like to do a lot of like entertainment stuff. I think it's important and mm -hmm. enough to show the traditions. And I think people do enjoy that. We, in part of our performances too, we talk about the dances in between. So it's not just doing the steps. Uh, yeah. My mom usually will say things about like, here's this, this, this is what this song, and there's this lyric and this song and this music, this is what it means. And this is what they do. So, it's an educational event too, and hopefully, and people do enjoy that. They come back and they say, "Wow, I learned a lot from that. That was really uh, interesting. I appreciate you talking about that." Um, but I, I know there's there's that high fine line. I, yeah. I mean, I have my my own opinions, and I, I'll keep it <laughs> myself. But like, <laughs> there's that fine line. Do we want to be put like showy entertainment, or you want to do more traditional, which may not be entertaining to people? Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, I get, that's another thing, the pet peeve of mine. I, I look, I know I'm on Instagram a lot and there's a, there's a hashtag I follow Greek dance and every time, every one of those every day is showing a Zembekiko or a Sapiko. I think mm -hmm. there is so much more to Greek dance than that. Oh, absolutely. I'm like, really? You're showing a Zembekiko again? There's so much more to that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's like just scratching the surface and, and there's, you know, in, in previous episodes, we've talked about like there's an important time and place to also kind of teach that because some, you know, I can use the term kids or young adults, whatever, don't have an opportunity to learn that. Right. Like, you know, yeah. um, I think, too, Mike, what's super interesting is like festivals in New England and where you know we're from in New York um, are so different than festivals kind of. I'm going to say down here, and I don't mean everywhere down here, mm -hmm. but um, like we sort of grew up, you know, people would perform, then people would dance all day long at the festivals. And that's really how you got to kind of like learn from other people. Like, right. you know, maybe they're doing a dance, you jump up there, 
obviously not during the performance, um, but you know, afterwards <laughs> and you kind of, you, you bop around with them and that's how you learn the steps. Right. Um, so I want to know, because you guys perform a ton and there are a ton of churches mm-hmm. in the Boston area. Like, and we're talking like Rhode Island out to Worcester, like not just Boston proper mm-hmm. and then up in New Hampshire. Um, what's your favorite performance venue in that area? I'm really interested to, to hear about this. Um, great this wasn't question. on the show guide, so sorry to throw no, you. No, this, <laughs> like, this, is, this is okay. I like surprises. Um, <laughs> there's a, dance, a festival we do in Ipswich that I like to do just because of the way it's located. In terms of staging, now we're going back to staging. So they have this tennis court that we dance on. It's in the middle of like, and it has these hills all around it where people oh, come. And I think we have a good vantage point there. And we get a lot of response from the audience there. But, um, you know, each festival, as you said, has its own little, little, like, specialty to it. Like, mm-hmm. Um, we like going to different, like we've started doing a couple of new places and, and it's been great there. Cause like the people have been so receptive and they want specific, like they know that's the other thing too, is like, if you know, you're going to go to a place where the, the people there, the, 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 the people mostly going to that church are from a specific area of Greece. You may want to do dances mm-hmm. that area to get them excited too. So um, we do that research. We try to get that research done too, so we can. Okay, we got to do pontos here because this group, this, this they have a lot of people. <laughs> this people have a lot of people from the islands, you know, the Aegean Islands. We got to do that there. So um, Somerville is another great place. We we do because there's a lot of people that come to watch us there. Uh, yeah, it, it. I mean, we have our usuals, but I I like going to new places too. Um, yeah. I love that. Yeah. And can you tell us a little bit about where the Legion practices? Because, and we'll get into this at the end of the show, how people can find out more information. But yep. if you're in the Boston area, um, they, you guys practice in a wicked cool venue, as long as it's the same as what it was yeah. back <laughs> a few years ago. <laughs> yeah, we've been partnering and renting from this uh, place called the Greek American Political Club, which is not what it sounds like. Right. <laughs> it's not a, no one talks politics there. It's it's a club uh, for people to come and just have fun and and play backgammon things like that. But we've been trying to put a lot more events there. Uh, so upstairs they have this beautiful ballroom. So we've been lucky enough to go be able to practice up there. Uh, unfortunately, it's been like over a year now that we haven't been doing it. So. Um, I actually took the cue from you two, so thank you. Uh, when you started your lessons online, like we got to do this. So we've been doing lessons on Zoom since March, actually oh, no April, April I think. So last April. Um, so that's been going well. Uh, it's as sure as you all know, it's so different doing it yeah. online because it's hard to get the reactions unless people have their video cameras on and. And it's hard to teach things like arm holds and you yeah. know things like that, or even couples dance, couples moves. Like mm, you can't do that. Sorry. <laughs> so, right. Don't touch each other. <laughs> right now, it's like yeah, but we're hoping soon we'll be able to do at least something, maybe social distancing. Yeah. So we've been we've been practicing in Cambridge for a long time. There, it's gonna it's our home base, and we do partner with them for different events. Like we have a Vasilopita usually every year with them, and. 
uh, we might hold some like Greek nights there downstairs too. So yeah, awesome. we've been lucky. It's just it's been weird because we haven't been there in so long. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's, you know, I kudos to you guys for keeping up the Zoom lessons. Um, I think you know <laughs> we tried it so hard. You're right, and when you can't get that feedback um, as a teacher, it's it's really really mm. difficult because you. You can't gauge, like, do you hate me or do you love me? Or are you indifferent? I can't tell. (laughs) And it's really hard to keep up, to keep going with teaching, you know? Oh, yeah. It's a challenge. The other day I had such a challenge with one of the pieces of music. I was trying to teach a Zonorático and they couldn't hear it. Like, it was just like, it was coming up all muffled and everything. So I was like scratching my brain, like, how am I going to get out of this? So I finally, I did find one that was clear enough for them to hear. But, you know, that's, that's the thing. (laughs) I know. I know. But someday we'll be back. We will. <laughs> I think sooner rather than, than later. I'm yeah. I'm optimistic with yeah. that. Yeah. But. Yeah. It's it's gonna be a transition. Um we we brought our kids back for our oldest kids we brought back for in person instruction, very socially distanced, mm-hmm. limited the number. We have them in the entire gym so they can all spread out they're not the greatest at always following directions but we're trying yeah um but you know no hand holding masks on the whole time sanitize before and after like all all the steps in order um you know we we've been very careful with scheduling so like we canceled practice around holidays when people would be seeing people so um but it's been a i mean we got to a point where um you know, we we just kind of looked at it and said, I mean, and hearing from the parents too, the kids really they needed something because they were really, yeah. you know, get their 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 limits were getting tested, and you know, we heard some horror stories that we just we didn't want to see come to reality in our community. So yeah, um, we we kind of made the decision that you know we have to find a balance here and make it happen because dance is just such a powerful tool. Yes. to get to lift people's spirits and to do that so um you know that that was important to us but anyway more about you <laughs> <laughs> i was just so, saying also um, you you learn a lot about what you miss like how much how important different aspects of dance right. are now you can't do it on you know in person so our, our attendance numbers are like double what they ever have been consistently because it's just the kids you know they're like they're seeing it like, wow, I really, I actually do enjoy this. And mm-hmm. so, um, you know, it, it is, I hope, the one thing I hope out of all this is that we come out of it with a little bit of new game perspective on what's really important and where to prioritize our lives and all that. Yeah, and that I, be- I believe that many of us will. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, okay. So, Ipiros has that special place in your yes. heart yes. um <laughs> so now i want to know the the, the reverse question um, <laughs> is there a, is there a region of greece that you and i don't like saying dislike because I, I i don't think that's a fair way to put it yeah um, i don't think anybody who has a real a true passion for dance can dislike an area of greece but is there an area of greece that you struggle to connect with more or you struggle um with the style or something about it that just doesn't, you know, quite do it for you? 
I think what's challenging for me is Cretan dancing. <laughs> and I, but I continue to try to struggle. It's um, the common answer. <laughs> really? Yeah. I think it's just so, it's so intricate and so difficult to get that style. I think that's, that's the thing for me. Um, and the steps, the, the music just goes so quickly too. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think I, I understand the dances. Okay. But I think that I don't feel like in terms of stylized, I have it. I don't think I can, I, it's, mm -hmm. it's still further away from me. It doesn't mean I'm not going to continue going for it. In fact, I, uh, I teach it a lot. I talk about it, how it has all these like sharp, quick movements and very staccato and you're dancing in a little space. And, and of course there's all those figurators. That's, I think that's one thing I, I, the jumps and kicks and, that's over my head at this point. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's okay. I'm okay with that because I don't think that I have to do all of that. If people can do it right, awesome. Good for you. Right. Go for it. <laughs> uh, the basic like... step is fine for me, right? <laughs> but at the, at the core of Korean dancing, I think the basic step, the intricacy of the footwork is the foundation. Mm. And, right. you know, it's, it's funny because I think almost everybody we've talked to has said Cretan is the area that they struggle with or um, are least confident in, um, I, including myself. Um, but yeah, it's, it's so all the Cretan instructors yeah. out there, take notice, <laughs> you're going to be very busy. <laughs> That's right, exactly. We need you. <laughs> right, SOS. One awesome thing about like the Boston area um, you know, there's not a whole lot because we have red socks and that kind of stuff, you know, <laughs> whatever. But um, is the fact that like there's the Lycion group, there's the Macedonian group right. and, you know, there's the Cretan group um, and, and there are others. Don't get me wrong. I'm not this is not an expansive list, but um, like several years ago, I remember um, driving out and I um met with Mike and we were talking about an event that we were hosting in New York and, and all that stuff. And then um, later that day, I went to Cretan dance practice yep. and like you could literally fill your week with different practices okay. for different groups. And it's so enriching because, you know, like back then the, the Cretan group was taught by somebody who um, was doing like postdoctoral work at yep. one of the universities out there. So it's like somebody from Crete He's living in Boston and he's teaching and it's just like you meet some of the most fantastic instructors mm -hmm. out there. It's such a hotbed for instructors. Yeah. Yeah, really we used cool. to do a we used to do a workshop every year with like diff with instructors from different regions and then people loved it. And mm -hmm. it was a lot of fun because they would rotate the the, the uh, attendees would rotate from different room like each they'll have a class with Pondos, they'll have a class with Crete, they'll have a class with Macedonia or Thrace, uh, either island or mainland, like Ipirotica dancing. So, yeah, I, I, it was it is really cool. It is rich here with that. And the good thing is that we get along well too, which is great, mm -hmm. <laughs> and we can do things together. Um, and we collaborate with a lot of a lot of stuff, so it's great. And I, I, I again, keeping those traditions alive is so important and and especially from the different regions and 
you know, the more the merrier. Um, I, I, yeah. I, I'm always jealous to tell you the truth of the New York area because I just think that they're so rich. And I think he goes, I'm going to get on my soapbox a little bit, <laughs> but in terms of like support too, because I think in terms of support, New York gets a lot more support for their traditions and mm -hmm. traditional music, traditional dancing, traditional arts. Uh, it's it's difficult. I don't know what it is where you are, but it's very difficult, I think, in New England because people, again, think of if they're Greek, they're like, oh, Greek, yeah. Uh, Greek dancing is Cicitelli, Zimbekiko, mm -hmm. you know, that's what you do in Samico. It's like, and it's hard to get the real Greeks really um, supporting what we're doing. We get more support with people that are non Greek, so, which is interesting. Yeah. I, I think that's super interesting. And, and what you said at the beginning of this podcast about, you know, how people kind of sort of um, took away their Greekness, you know what I mean? Uh -huh. um, like went by Jim instead of Dimitri or whatever. Um, I feel like that's so interesting. And I, I'm glad I agree with you. I think it did swing the other way. I think it's very... Um, I don't want to say like it's cool or hip, you know what I mean? But I think it's enculturated to be proud of your culture, like whatever right. it is, not just Greek. You know, obviously, you know, we're talking about that because it's it's what's close to us. Um, but I think that's come from larger events, you know, like um, seeing, you know, groups come together to do like workshops or, you know, getting to meet people who are kind of like minded and you can see how much further you can take things. Um, I don't I don't think we're totally there yet. You know what I mean? Like, I think no. there are still some people who really just believe like, you know, you dance these three dances and that's kind of it. And um, I can see that with some of the areas where we've taught around, you know, now uh -huh. in the D.C. area where there's some places that are super, super into it. And then others that are are into it, but just on that surface level, like they don't want to go. They don't want to go too deep, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's sort of where you have to be careful when you start to curate performances, because um, you know, if you go really hard into something like even Bondos, you know, you go really hard into that and you could be in a, a pretty Greek community and that show can fall super flat because people don't want to accept. I don't know if that's the right word, but let's say it, they don't want to accept that. That's like a really solid performance. It's a beautiful, beautiful mm -hmm. expression of a culture that for most of its time has been in conflict because of, you know, getting pushed out of, of where they were and, and genocide and stuff like that. Right. But, you know, I agree with you. I'm, I'm up on your soapbox too. Like I cool. get it. I'm there. <laughs> but I mean, that's the good thing too, is that we have these conferences, like when we did pathos and we do things like people come together and they, and people really love that stuff. And you do connect with people that want to do that. And that's, you're not going to get everybody, mm -hmm. but it's just, it's sad sometimes when it's really like you struggle to get support for something and you don't get it because they just don't believe in it for some reason. But like, and then you said like Bondos, like there's, this also gets into the terms, the music that they hear, they're like, oh, mm -hmm. what is that? You know, like if they hear a, a Zuna or a guy, they're like, oh, like you can't hear it. <laughs> it's like, but it's beautiful. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Yeah, we definitely, I, I mean, I think we experienced that right in our hometown in New York with when we started Fotiat and we we tested the waters, we introduced bondos like early on, we introduced 
um, like the heavy Zurna songs and the initial reaction was definitely very like, yeah, don't do that again. <laughs> but, but we didn't give up. We're just like, no, this is, we, we're going to represent all these dances and, right. you know, you, you're going to learn to love it. And it, they did, you know, because we, we, I think, I think we stayed as authentic to it as we possibly could and we just kept pushing it and people did, you know. So, like, we, I, I feel like we almost kind of experienced that transition uh -huh. from community that thought dance was Gala Matianot, Samiko, and, you know, maybe a few. I mean, I remember growing up, we did this dance. Everybody called it the elephant dance. <laughs> to this day, I don't, I, I don't know if this dance, what this dance was actually intended to be, but we danced in Greek school, the dance that everybody called the elephant dance. And I'm like, <laughs> wow. So, you know, like, I like, like, thinking about it, like, we saw that transition from a community that really had a very narrow perspective of what dance was, and just, you know, through perseverance and saying there's so much more out there, right. we saw our own community blossom around us into an area that was like, okay, there, there is so much more here. That's what's important, right? You gotta, you can't give up, you have to keep doing it, and there's gonna be resistance at the beginning because to them, it's new. They're like, wait, wait, you're not doing the dances we know. That's not music we've heard of. But they, they'll learn, uh, and people will, will embrace it. But um, it's tough. It's a struggle. Um, I lost my train. Oh, I was, you, you'd bring up the elephant dance. I always joke with my group, like, when they're like, we always hear people say, well, do the Greek dance. Everyone, like, we go out, so I'm like, do the Greek dance. I'm like, what are you talking about? What Greek dance? And they're like, I don't know. It usually turns out to be do like a sapiko. Like I want to see the Greek dance, you know, that Zorba does. I'm like, okay, great, we'll do right? that. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's so funny. Some sometimes, and like I, I love when people will be like, "Oh, what's Greek dancing like?" And it's so hard. That's a really hard question to to qualify. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And and to answer. Um, and some people at work will be like, "Oh, you teach dance on the weekends? Like, can you show us something?" And I'm just like, "Sure." You know, like, I mean, yes, dance, monkey dance, of course I can. Um, but like, you know, I, I mean, there's just, there's so much. And I love, and I have very good memories of this um, back at home. And it definitely happens here. But I love when like Philo-Hellenes, um, you know, or those who are not Greek get so jazzed up at festivals. And right. like... They're the ones who are after the performance, who are often like running towards you and like, that was so amazing. Right. I loved this. And oh, look, I took, you know, 37 pictures of you. Like, I remember um, back in way back in the day, like I was in high school, maybe, um, maybe even junior high. I was probably in high school because I was at the mall. I was shopping at the mall and um, this woman stopped me and she said, you're the girl from the Greek festival. <laughs> wow. And I was like, uh... Well, okay, and this was, the, you know, back... The, the girl. The girl. <laughs> right, the girl, right? And, like, this was back in the 90s, so, like, stranger danger wasn't as much of a thing as right, it is today. Right. So, you know, kids don't talk to strangers. But, um, <laughs> and she said, I have pictures of you um, dancing at St. Basil in Troy, New York, which, the, you know, there's three churches where we grew up, and, and that was the one that was the furthest east. And I was like, oh, that's amazing. And, and she's like, you know, can I send them to you? So... Thankfully, I like gave her the church address because I, I think I don't think I gave her my home address. Maybe I did. Who knows? Um, and she sent them to me and I was like, holy cow, like 
this was from a festival like a year ago and this woman had these pictures and they were like great 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 pictures um but it's just so amazing to see people who are not um, born into the culture adopt it and love it so much and like they kind of like fangirl over what you're doing you know and it's it's awesome and that's a testament though to you and and other groups that do this because again you you show the traditions you show this stuff and people are interested in that they're like wow this this is something really cool that they're doing this is really interesting there's stories behind this look at the outfits Mm -hmm. that they're wearing look at the steps that they're doing there's like they notice those things and that's what i always tell the group too is like People will notice what you're doing. They will notice your steps. They will notice your smile. They will notice your reaction, your emotions up there. They will notice if you're singing or not. You know, they will notice all that. Mm-hmm. It's like dance is the gateway into so many traditions. Too. I mean, right. you could say the reverse way, too, that traditions are the gateway into so much dance, too. But it's like, so, like, and I, I think that's something that, you know, like you talked about, but what you guys do so beautifully is, seamlessly put those all those traditions together and it's not just the dance but you know the music the the community the celebrations that happen that tie all that together um and those traditions that come out of it and that you know we we hold on to and they become part of like yeah i don't know like to me like some of the most beautiful traditions are how um I, i really love dances that tie into like Easter and the Lenten season. I mm-hmm. think, I think that overlap of how you know culture, dance, religion, music all comes together into that period. Because I mean, I think you know Easter is a beautiful time in itself. But then when you layer onto it, that dance has a relationship with that. Right. I, I think that that's very powerful to me. And I didn't necessarily grow up with a lot of those traditions per se in my household, um, but the more I learn about it, like that's really a driving force in what I want to teach yeah. to my students. So I'm curious with that little segue there. Yeah. Um, are there traditions outside of dance that um, have any kind of particular meaning to you or that stick out in your mind? Traditions? Out, um... I know that's a very broad question, but no, I, I, I mean, I've been trying to understand a lot. I mean, I listen, I want to learn more about where my family's from and the traditions that they did in the, what happened in the villages and things. So that's very interesting to me. And I think that's also something that's interesting to me as, as human beings, we don't get interested in those things until we're later on in life. And then they might be too late because the people that know them are gone. So mm-hmm. it's really hard. But um, I, I, I think learning about that because I don't, I'm a little bit different than other people living here in America where I don't have a lot of connections in Greece still. Like I don't have relatives over there unless they're very, very distant relatives. And yeah. it's like, I don't go there. I, we never had been able to, we don't go over there to like stay with the family in the village for the summer. And that was mm-hmm. never something we did because we don't have that there. So for me to find out the traditions of family, I think are really important and learn about those things and the stories and how they did what they did their struggles for even the struggles are coming to america are really important like i learned a lot of that from my grandparents well 
how they came here and where they stayed. Um, especially my grandfather staying in New York when he was first here and, mm-hmm. and then finally eventually bringing my grandmother over, you know, things like that, um, are important to me. Just, um, so yeah, those, those traditions, I think family stories, uh, family heirlooms are very, very important to me. Yeah. yeah. Have you created, I mean, I know you, you've created, you have some, you talked about like the Vasilopita, but are there traditions in the Legion that you look forward to every year? Like, is there an event or a moment in, in what you do each year that really sticks out as like a highlight of the year for you guys? Um, the Vasilopita is a lot of fun. Um, mm-hmm. I think we used to do a Carnavali. We've kind of stopped that. Um, yeah. uh, I'm seeing pictures of that. Yeah. Carnival, <laughs> it, 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 I think just because of a lot of the things that go behind the scenes of Carnavali, it's just been more difficult to, to run. Um, it's a huge cost and mm-hmm. it's really tough to get things, uh, organized that way. So, and what turned out, it was interesting. Uh, a lot of other places in the area started doing Carnavalis too. So there's a lot of competitions. So, <laughs> so it's like, mm, no, come to our Carnavali. No, go to their Carnavali. So, yeah. Right. So it was really, like when we, you know, if we did it at the beginning, there was only one. But so um, I think that, I think our open, we do usually do an open house every year where we try to bring more people in. And I think those are fun to do. Um, because this is a lot of a lot of socializing and dancing, and people get really jazzed up about that. Uh, learn about the Likyo and the different departments, what we do besides dance. So, uh-oh. and there's a lot of food too, which is nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a good way <laughs> bring yeah. people together for food. It, it definitely definitely works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Um, you were talking about the traditions of Easter, though. I, I like those too, the Lent, and I think I've gotten more. Uh, excited about learning about Apocryas and Lent and, and Easter and the, and it's a this is where dance you were saying this before but dance is so powerful because it's just it's not just a part like a different part it is part of the whole story there's so much where it's like okay we do this and we dance we do this dance or we do this dance from the church to the, the town center because that's important that's part of it so it's center to everything it, it is and there's so there's a story behind it again there's there's a meaning to it that's that's what's important i think when i try to teach things bringing the meaning out i think makes that connection otherwise it's just like oh it's just a bunch of steps like but no mm-hmm. there's, there's yeah. a definite meaning to this you know? there's yeah it's like easter traditions like um i when i came down here and the kids we want to do the pyramid dance. We want to do the pyramid. I'm like, what is the pyramid dance? <laughs> you know, where where the one line goes on top of the shoulders of the other. I'm like, Susana. I'm like, like what? No, the pyramid dance. I'm like, <laughs> yes, okay. I, we will do the pyramid dance, but you have to promise me one thing. We will do it so long as you learn why we do it and you know what it's about and the real name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we'll continue. We'll continue to do that dance. I, that's fine. I have no problem. But like. But even that, just like when I told the kids, like, you know, this dance symbolizes the resurrection. That's why we're going up. You know, like, they're like, what? what? Mind blown. <laughs> you mean this isn't just like cheerleaders gone wild, you know, Greek style? Like, right. no. no. <laughs> but it's like, it, yeah, I mean, the, the, I, there's so many beautiful traditions there. Um, 
and it, and that's it is that from for me especially just like how integrated it is because like that's your storytelling that's your right. that's the that's, storytelling that was the entertainment or that was the tradition telling at that point like they didn't have tv they didn't have yeah, right. right this is how they told their stories and kept telling the stories and passed them down to everybody and I think that's important. It's it's so hard to keep those things because you don't know where to go and what's authentic. And that's another mm -hmm. like challenge that we have is like what what are we, are we doing the right thing? And I always say, I'm always very conscious about that. But I I'm trying to I'm trying to get to away from that a little bit because it's like you can't. There's I don't think there's any way to really know that all the time. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this uh, that raises a good debate that we've gotten into is just you know what is the, is there a an absolute authority on the right way though because mm. you know maybe in you know 1910s village of wherever this is how they did it but in 1905 it was slightly different and it you know right. so everything has sort of a natural evolution to it and depending on the snapshot of time that you're looking at. It could be 100% correct, but right. you know, 20 years after that, something got changed a little bit, and this is how they did it. So, it's it's I the way I see it is there's there's a challenge in saying that there's an absolute right and wrong to mm -hmm. dance. Now there are certainly ways that you can really miss the mark, but yeah, yeah of course. So right. I'm curious, like, you know, so it, it's hard to be 100% on point with it all the time that's how i see it at least. yeah no exactly and the research that you're doing i mean we have a lot of resources available now with videos and stuff but like mm -hmm. even when i look up a dance and i'm sure you do too i was like let's look up this dance like i've seen six different ways of doing it what's the right way right. yeah right. Right. <laughs> what's yeah. the way of doing it you know so um I am always I was always afraid of like having some authority came in. No, 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 that's not right. You're not doing it the right <laughs> way. And in fact, actually we did have that a couple of years ago at a Carnivale. We did a whole thing about Kalimnos and one member of the audience told us that we were doing things wrong. So yeah. but and now I kind of just say, Okay, thank you and we'll move on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll look into it. We'll, we'll, file, we'll file a complaint. <laughs> right. But then that's the thing is like, what is the right way of doing it? Yeah. Who is the authority, right? Who is like, even if you go to a village now and try to learn it, you're going to see different ways of doing it. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yorgo says to do it this way, but Yanula says to do it that way. Right. Well, exactly. right. I... You should always trust the woman. <laughs> always. Um, Mike, we definitely touched on this um, a little bit, but obviously like this is Likion is, is a big tie to your family you know your mom was and still is so instrumental in it and um you know I feel like everyone knows your mom um whether it's just by like hearing her name or you know like know her knows her personally and she's captivating she's very knowledgeable she um is a great I don't want to say like entertainer but when she gets up on stage to talk about things mm -hmm. she just does her, she's so polished in what she does um, and how she displays things. So I know obviously like we all have ties to dance because of family stuff, you know yeah. what I mean? Like that's how I kind of got roped in and stayed with it for so long with my mom being an instructor. Um, but what keeps you going with this? I think the people that come to it, I mean, I, I this is an example of this whole 
online thing because I started that. I'm like, we'll see how it goes. And at first, there are a couple people showed up. I'm like, okay, we'll, we'll keep going. But more and more people start showing up. We don't have a lot of people show up for every lesson, but the people that do are consistent and are regulars and they want to learn things. So that's what keeps me going. Like they put requests into the chat. They ask me if we can we do this? Can we do this? Can and, and I love that. I'll do that. I'll, I will keep doing that forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it'll end if somebody's not interested. If no one's in, if no one's interested, then what's you know? There's no one to do it for. So. But I, I've luckily haven't gotten to that point, so that's that's the thing. And again, learning about these these stories and these traditions are so important. I think I just love learning about. There's it's it's unbelievable how rich the traditions are. And I know this is probably everywhere around the world, but we're biased. The Greece, you know, <laughs> there's so much there, and the things you learn, like, oh wow, this is something they do there. That's interesting. Okay, they do a different version of this dance there, and this is why. And they wear this outfit because it means this. I'm like, just learning that and being able to tell people about that is what keeps me going a lot. I'm, I'm a, I'm a teacher at heart. That's always been there, and then finally, I've gotten to that, found that calling, luckily. But um, I think that's something I want to keep passing on. I want to keep these traditions going to people. We'll keep them going forever. <laughs> That's so important. Um, kind of a fun question. Sure. Do your students know about your dance life? They do, actually. Um, I've told them about it, and I actually we do a thing called we do a uh, a thing every year where towards the end of the year we do a fun type of class, and teachers are able to submit their pitch pitch what they want to do, and I. I've done a Greek dance class, so and I've oh, had kids cool. come in there. So I've it's been fun because I taught them a little Greek, like just basic phrases. Because I'm not an authoritative, I'm not fluent, but like you know how to say hello and goodbye and all that, and and tell them about we we'll do a couple dances and where they're where they're from and with the meaning, and they get a kick out of it. They love it. So yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. No, no, I I don't hide that at all. I tell them about <laughs> it. <laughs> I tell them I actually have like a. Yeah, I don't have a secret life there. No, the kids, um, I have a, um, we call in my school, we call it a crew. It's not, it's not a homeroom. It's, I'm more of an advisor to like 11 kids. And mm-hmm. we, it's, we meet every morning, sometimes in the afternoon. And I tell them, like, when we talk about weekends, like, oh, yeah, I was teaching Greek dance this weekend. And they all know about it. So I think it's important because <laughs> it's formative, you know, and, and even if they're not Greek, like, it's, I think it just shows people, especially like younger, kids and young adults that you can do like really cool diverse things um and you know still have like a nine to five that's still cool right. but you know um, i think that's i think that's important for yeah i think it's it also ties into the whole point of like ethnicity tells and also making sure that people know like this is this is important too don't hide yeah. stuff so you gotta identity yeah identity in, exactly. in every sense of it whether it's a cultural identity or just your self-identity being true to yourself is it's a powerful lesson very much so yeah, yeah. <laughs> mike thank you so much this was really great this and, has been a um, joy i love this <laughs> i know i'm so glad you're here um how can people find out if they're in the boston area more about your dance group um we have a website it's probably the best place to go to which is 
bostonlegion.org. Um, we're also available on Facebook. If you're on Facebook, we're facebook.com slash Greek dance. Pretty easy to find us. So um, contact us through there. Uh, then you can get to the various channels to contact us via email, through there, become a member, all that. So, yeah. Awesome. Mike, thank you so much. We appreciate you. Um, please give your mom a big hug for us. I will. <laughs> um, and for everyone who's listening, thank you again for all of your support. If you liked this episode, make sure that you subscribe and give us a rating. And we will be back next week with more surplus. Mm-hmm.